all the details fit in perfectly, something is probably wrong with this story. Charles Baxter. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 52 and I'm Caitlin, your host. On today's episode, we are going to discuss five ways to identify plot holes. Now, I was inspired to make this episode because I recently completed two edits of my current work in progress and after the first edit, um, you know, it was pretty much making sure that the story was consistent, that it made sense from an end-to-end perspective, that the writing was good and strong, and that there was a good balance between showing and telling. After that edit, I thought I didn't have any plot holes, but that was clearly not correct because after my second edit, I uncovered several major plot holes. And I'm going to give you guys some ways that I myself, without a beta or without an editor, discovered these holes. So first off, what really is a plot hole? It's something in your story that doesn't make sense. It's a gap that leaves the readers wanting and unfulfilled. And they can really drag your story down. And not only this story that you write here, but future stories as well. I know for me personally, if I read a story and I am not super fulfilled with it, if I find the author kind of leaves me hanging too much, I'm much less inclined to read any of their other work. So it's important to really wrap up these things in the editing phase. So the first way you can identify a plot hole is to see if any of your characters are introduced too late in the game And are they introduced in order to fulfill some aspect of the plot? I would define too late in the game as anything after the midpoint, so anything after the 50% marking in your story. That is probably too late to introduce a character because we, the reader, have not spent enough time with the character, learning about him, knowing him, and connecting with him. It's the same thing where you don't want to introduce too many characters right off the bat because people will have a hard time connecting with them and remembering them, But you also don't want to introduce major characters that play a key role in the plot too late in the game. It will seem unnatural and it will make the reader question things. And even if the character is only introduced a little bit in the first half of the story, like maybe one little minor scene, maybe the character is only alluded to, maybe we never even meet the character but the character is talked about, That can be sufficient. That's not always the best approach. Sometimes it is if you're writing more of a mystery or suspense. You don't want to give it away too easily. All in all, there needs to be some sort of mention or allusion to the character in the first half of the story. I think in Harry Potter, the whole scene with Albus Dumbledore's brother and how that was woven in, it's not particularly a plot hole, but it was something that left me kind of going like, huh, really? Like, this is what happened? And I think that could have been integrated into the story much better, and it would have been better if it was integrated more early on. Number two, you might have a plot hole if there is a key piece of information or a little twist that was explained early on in the story, but then nothing ever comes of it. I find this is especially a problem for pantsers like me, When I was doing my second edit, I realized I had a scene in there that really connected to nothing else because pantsers don't plot out their books. This tends to happen, and we think in that moment, 
you know, this will really spice up my story. This is really interesting. And this will add, you know, this deeper level to my story. So I want to include this scene, but I don't really see the full picture of it. I don't see how it turns out. And so as a result, it just kind of drifts to the back of our mind and we never do anything with it. Honestly, a lot of these scenes tend to be really insignificant and in the moment they work, but overall they don't. So my advice would be just to cut them. Now, unfortunately, in my own draft, I did not follow my advice and I tried to weave it into the story because I thought it would add another layer to it. Now, you have to be careful with this because whenever you're like adding and subtracting things at random parts of the story and like not in a chronological order, you have to make sure they don't get too confusing for the reader. And me personally, I think one of the hardest things about being a writer is what is confusing to the reader and what is too straightforward? Because you're so close to your idea and it's so far in your head, I think it can be hard to get an objective feeling about that, which is, you know, why there are things like beta beta readers and, you know, editors and, you know, ways to put your story out there online for some feedback. But I think just you yourself in that phase of you yourself editing, it can be very confusing knowing how to balance that line. To play it safe, like I said, I would just cut those scenes. But if you really think they add value to it, make sure you are going back to the very beginning of your story and doing an edit and reading it fully through and seeing from that high level perspective how this event plays into the plot and making sure that it makes sense to the reader. Number three, the emotions of the character change very quickly. I found myself doing this a lot in my first novel where there would be a big event and I know my character would feel a certain way about about it. They would feel sad or happy or whatever it is. But then in order to make the next scene make sense, I would make the character's feelings change and correlate to that scene. And that may not be an inherently obvious plot hole, but it's a plot hole because you didn't do enough reflecting from a scene to scene. And again, I think the reason why a lot of new authors do this is because we are afraid that our pacing will get too slow. But for example, I'm just going to use a very simplistic example. Say the main point of your story is this guy building a furniture shop from scratch, quitting his corporate job to pursue his passion. And that's really the main point of the story. But let's say the subplot is he's kind of having these tensions within his marriage and he suspects that his wife is cheating on him. So he's sort of lamenting this fact and maybe he found some evidence that does point more directly to his wife cheating on him. But in the next scene, he has to have the opening party for his furniture gala. So he has to kind of put on a front and look like the perfect husband. But unless you have a reflection scene in between those two, the story is going to seem kind of weird. It's not going to flow right. And you and even the reader may not understand why it just feels weird and like unnatural. But that's because there wasn't a pause, there wasn't a step back, and there wasn't a slower scene that appropriately connected the plot. So sometimes it's not always... A deceptive character is not tied up, and that's the plot hole. Sometimes it has to do with pacing issues and the, the overall speed of the story. Again, you can really discover this by reading your story end to end, and sometimes it can be helpful to 
really not get caught up in the details of your writing. Like, do some read-throughs where you're not, like, criticizing every sentence that you write, but more so that you're getting this big-picture idea of what's going on. Number four, there's too much telling and not enough showing. This is a quick fix which happens when you get to the end of your story and you realize some plot lines are not tied up. This is a sign that your story maybe needs to be longer than it actually is, and you need to add the appropriate scenes and show the reader what happens instead of just telling him this information. I found this as a whole in my story now. Um, I just kind of thought everything could wrap up at the climax, and I I like endings that are like a little bit open-ended, but again, they still need to be satisfying and wrap up all major plot points, which my ending was not doing. And as a result, I've been going back and I've already added about 2,000 words to my story just by adding um, one smaller scene in. And I know I have a couple other ones that I need to add as well because I think that will really do a better job of explaining how all these things tie up rather than just, you know, dumping all this information on my reader in a couple pages. You know, maybe this needs to be, you know, different scenes throughout the story, you know, an additional 20, 30, 40 pages even. And again, I think this is just something that happens with newer writers, but also with the fact that you sometimes want to really finish your first draft. You see that end goal in sight and you're just pushing through which I think is an okay technique to use to get through a draft. But in the editing phase, you really have to be critical and hard on yourself and say, I need to put the work in and I need to show my reader what is happening instead of just telling him. And number five, the fifth way you can identify a plot hole is if you pull something out of your story, either a person, a place, an event, and you don't understand how that connects to the theme, it's probably a plot hole. Plot and theme are very interrelated, and if you see a character and the character may be just a rebound lover, but you don't understand how that ties to the theme, that's a plot hole. This also creates shallow characters, shallow events. If the person doesn't have something underneath him that represents the larger picture of the story, then, you know, the reader is not getting the full value out of the story. There's not enough meaning tied to the person or event, which again creates this unsatisfying feeling in the reader. So kind of in order to solve this problem, you may want to give yourself a rough outline, um, you know, just type something up in Microsoft Word and say really what the character is, you know, what are their key attributes and what do those attributes represent? You can also do that with the places in your novel and of course, the pinch and plot points. Those are five ways that can help you identify a plot hole in your story. Let me know if you have any other tips and tricks on this subject matter. I hope you found this episode informative. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.